Hello. So 12 and 9. Yep. What would you say to parents with kids that same age now? Now you've been through the whole 10 years of it. You've yep. taken them right through to young adults. What would what, Any advice? Yeah, just love them with all your heart unconditionally. And nurture them. Don't raise them. Because that's what you do with cattle. Do you know, you really annoy me when you say that. You really get a, under a, my skin when you say philosophy. that, right? I don't care. There You're you go. not Eastern. Yeah. You're from Liverpool. Hello. I could eat about a million and a half of these. Well, nobody's perfect. Welcome to the It's a Drama podcast. Daddy, I love you. My mother thanks you. If you can't say something nice. All right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. Welcome to It's a Drama Podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Brian at 59. We are husband and wife and we talk about travelling the world, family, food, making money online and creating the ultimate independent lifestyle that we all crave. And today we're going to be talking to you, actually we bring you this podcast episode on the very last day that Brian is 59 years 59, old. eh? What happened? 59 years young. Oh, It's going to be a really positive podcast, this, Brian. Yeah, yeah. Because what I thought we were going to do is yeah. we're going to talk about your 50s and talk about all the things that happened in your... Well, not obviously all of them, because we haven't got 10 years to talk about that, but lots of things, a few, th one or two things that <laughs> happened in your 50s. <laughs> Just a few things, eh? We're going to be talking about Brian's 50s and just about what you got out of being 50, what you enjoyed, what you didn't enjoy, yeah. changes that you made, mindset changes that you made, business changes that you made, just like things that you've got from being 50. Yeah. And at the end of the show, here's a little bit of a taster for you. This is one of those things that people say to keep you in it, like, you know, keep you on the, keep you listening. At the end of the show, I'm going to announce to you the plans for your birthday. Oh, right. Yes. Okay. See, you didn't know, did you? No, I didn't know. In true no. dramatic style, I'm going to tell you what I have got planned for your birthday, Brian. Well, should should we do this podcast tomorrow then? Well, no, because I'm doing it now because it's oh, your right. last okay. day of your birthday. I'm not going to make a podcast on your birthday. No. You don't want to do That's that, do you? That's not like you, Liz. Well, I know, but I would, but yeah. I know that you wouldn't. Yeah. We go somewhere nice. Should we do a podcast? No, no let's just enjoy it. <laughs> so let's just jump straight on in then, Brian Deacon. Yes. 59 years old. 59 what an old fart, eh? How, do you know what, Bri? What? Can I just say before we move forward? Yeah. We're going to go into this positively. We're going to be, because yep. people who are listening to this, some people, they might not have reached 50 yet. Some people yeah. might be oh, well, well over 50. Well older than me. Yeah, and they're going to be thinking, oh, lucky you to be turning uh, 60. Yeah. So how does it feel? Like, now I want you to be serious now. Don't be, don't, don't try and be all cocky and clever. How does it feel, Bri, to be sitting opposite me? Obviously, it feels wonderful. <laughs> 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 Yeah. <laughs> to be sitting opposite me. Yeah. I won't tell you how many. Well, how many years younger am I than you? You're eight, eight years younger. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, um, seven at the moment. But it'll be eight tomorrow. You should tell people that in case you don't know, because you might have only just found this podcast because you've read my super duper out release, newly released out, book. Out released book. My newly released book, The Travel yeah. Bog Diaries. And now you're following us because you uh, just want to know everything about us. You will already know that Brian and I met when I was 17 or 18? 17, I think, when I very first met you. Uh, yes, it was 17. And yeah. you were what, 26? I was just, yeah, I was old. Yeah. You No, you weren't 20. How old were you? I would 18 and 26. So yeah. Yeah. So what's that, 20? What, 25? No, 18. I was 18. You were 26. Oh, 26, yeah. Yeah, yeah but we, 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 we sort of met each other when 17, then we started dating. We when started you were 18. dating. Yes. Um, we met in the town of Newquay, which is in Cornwall in England. And Brian was working as a DJ. I was in there clubbing with my friend, um, underage, and because I was 17. Yeah. And we met and just our eyes met and we fell in love. And, you know, it's all been roses, really, from That's there, it. hasn't it, Brian? If, if you Sunshine can, and roses, if our you marriage. Can, if you can picture this, when we do a podcast, we have a picture of me and a picture of Liz in, fr uh, you know, in front of the microphone. So we can't actually see each other. So. <laughs> what are you on about? I thought you were going to say no, a picture of me you, when I was 18 yeah, that's and a it, yeah. you so when you were... Just like you constantly see each other as you are. Isn't it funny when you're doing a podcast, you're actually looking at each other all the time. I know. And you yeah. never normally do that, do you? You normally just talk to each no, other you when talk you walk at the side or load you know, the dishwasher yeah. or whatever, or just, yeah, just yeah. closing maybe, on your way out. Maybe we should do it at the, the dinner table because we sit on the corner of the dinner table. So we're not opposite each other because yeah. the table's a bit wide, isn't it? So we can be closer together. We are bringing you this podcast from Decal Castle, the, De 
with the Castle yeah. Decal. Castle Beveron. Yeah, and, if, ever, um, if anyone can remember what Castle Beveron was from, send me an email, Brian, at itsadrama.com. Even I don't know what that is. Of course you do. No, I don't. So we're bringing you this podcast from our home in New Zealand. We live on the North Island of New Zealand in Taranaki, on the west coast of the North Island of New Zealand. And yeah, and we're bringing you this podcast from there. So let's just jump straight on in and find out, answer the question, please. What does it feel like to be sitting opposite me now, knowing that you're going to be turning 60 tomorrow, Bri? Just, how does it feel? Do you know what I was when I was I was doing my workout this morning? You know, and I, uh, it's because we we bought, I bought bought an elliptical trainer twenty five years ago. An elliptical trainer is a little bit like a Nordic skier, but it hasn't got the handle things. Um, it's just feet that go around. It's a zero impact trainer, and every year you have to click it at one year, click it at one year. What you your know. age? Yeah, mm. and it's just it's it's amazing how it's accelerating. You know, because the older you get the quicker life goes. But that actually isn't true. You do know that, don't you? No, it is true. Well, no, it isn't. Oh, well, yes, it is. Well, no, it isn't. Well, yes, it is. Well, no, it is. I'm sorry, Brian. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Stop being cocky. Go on, let's, have, let's hear your... Th- <laughs> <laughs> of course it doesn't speed up. Of course it does. No, listen. Go on. Because there yes. are 24 hours in the day, Yes. same as there was 24 hours in the day mm-hmm. in 1722. Yeah, no. So, the time so hasn't sped up. Understand by. this then. Okay, so when you're... 15. Put your hands down. Get your hands. When, stop doing that with your hands. No, when Put them on your right, lap I'll, nice do, I'll do it this way. This is this no, is go on, go on, Yeah, I've, I've been learning about um confidence today. So it's how you hold your we hands. And you see your, your hands are white knuckling at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, what? So when 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 you say 14 years old, you've lived for 14 years, but that's your whole life. Okay. So the longer you live, the more memory that you have so uh, coming up to 60 years old I've got 60 years of of memories to go through like you know so things tend to feel like they're speeding up because it's it's such a long you know when you're 14 years old that's all you know is that time and that's why time goes so much slower because you've only got 14 years of experience and and memory and stuff and that yeah I can slow time down by the likes of meditation or being present and stuff but what I'm saying it just seems to Oh my goodness, another year, another year, another mm. year is here. Like, you know, but those years seem so long. You know, when you had six weeks off at school when you were a kid, it felt like forever, didn't it? A week was a long time. You know, but now a week can go in a blink of an eye if you're not careful. Well, I'd, I'd like to challenge that a little bit, Brian, because well, I know right, you've what's been, the next question? I know, <laughs> I know you've been saying all that, but no, I'm just, no, I'm not being like argumentative, but I just want to say this to you because yeah. I know you're saying, oh yeah, when you're 14, you've got 14 years of memory. So you've, you've got all those memories. And when you get to 60, you've got 60 years of memories to plow through. Yeah. But when you get to, well, certainly when you get to 52, I can speak from experience. I can't remember what I did last week. So I haven't got any of those yeah, memories know. to plow through. <laughs> what is this? I don't you, know. You remember I... what you did six years exactly. ago, but you can't remember what you did yesterday. I remember what I was doing when I was yeah. seven. What did you have your dinner last and night? I remember what I was doing when I met you in the nightclub. Yeah. But I seriously can't. If someone said to me, what did you do in 2019? Or, you know, what were you doing in 2021? Yeah. I was like, I don't know. That's because that's because your supercomputer is getting a bit full, you see, mm. and that's and you, and you only start to remember things that impact you from when you're you, you, you know younger years and stuff, and that's what you keep going back to, and that's what you've got to be very present at the moment. Mm. So, do you feel good about it? Then did you tell me? Well, yeah, feeling like what? What were you saying? What? How does it feel to know, be fifty? What was the question Who again? <laughs> yeah, what was that about my trainer? <laughs> <laughs> no, you just feel like time is whizzing by, do you? Yeah, time time feels like it's, spe- it's starting to speed up, you know, and it has done over the last sort of five years or so, even more, like, you know, because you're always thinking when you hit 50, you think, oh, it's not too bad. It's 10 years till I get to, you know, 60. And it was like, then you hit 55 and you're like, oh, I've still got five years to go. You know, it might be the downward slope to 60, as in, you know, just as in age wise. But to be honest, I don't feel really that much different to when I was 50. There's a few aches and pains and things like that, but I have been keeping myself kind of strong to a degree. Um, I tell you what, it has made a huge difference to clarity and um, just muscle strength is taking testosterone. Yeah. It's not much, you know, it's it's a squirt of cream a day, Mm. um, you know, and uh, so that side of it, I, you know, if you know, if you've forgotten to put your your cream on, you you, you can feel the difference mm. within two it's days or something like Hulk that. Comes out the it is. Room, isn't it? It's it's Once just like look at me. <laughs> but no. people go, oh, make you more aggressive and stuff. It no, it honestly calms you down because you you end up with that 
speed in your mind that you you can think again. Well, let's come you know? back to that because that's okay. a really interesting point. But let's come back to that because that is something that you've just started doing recently. Yes, well, that, yeah, it? I understand if you're going to we're going to talk about that. So feeling at fifty nine. I don't feel much different than when I did when I was 50. Right. You know, physically, I look a lot different. You know, you can see it in your face, you know, more lines, wrinkles, all that I sort of stuff. I don't see you look that much different. No, you do. You see a picture, you're like, oh, my goodness. I see you even when we travelled the world five years ago, you know, and then you look at pictures now. It's, so you do see the ageing process quite mm. um, rapidly, like, you know. I've got to say before we go on that your life, the reason I'm interested in asking you about this is, I mean, I would have loved it, Bri, if you'd have asked me when I was turning 50 about my 40s. What's the next but, question again? But you didn't. So, <laughs> yeah, I would have loved it if someone had asked me this. But yeah. I'm really I'm really curious because your 50s actually are when you change the most. You changed yes. everything. Yeah, we well, turned everything upside down. You changed a lot in your 50s. I, I changed a lot in my 40s. Why? Be, well, because I moved to New Zealand. Yeah, that, know, that was that was huge, like yeah, you know, that was probably yeah, one of the biggest things we've ever done, like you know. Yeah, and we did all our things in the forties, you know, getting money together. Why you were so fit and strong, but fifties is completely different. Yeah. I just think, personally, looking at you, I just think fifties is the time. This last decade is when you've had so much fun, just changing everything yeah. and just embracing all these different ideas and 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 exploring all these different avenues that you've yeah. gone down so yeah, yeah. I, to me as an outsider I've I would look at it and think you know okay your 40s yeah you just uh, yes I know we moved to New Zealand but you were just working and working and yeah. you know that was it and I know that doesn't sound very nice but it, it was true like you know you were just you were working to me and it, it, in your what, 50s it, the, it's the, like, like say that the, the 55 that's I just feel like a work, work, work. It, it just felt like I was work. It did. It was working all the time. You know, from from build, finishing the house and and things like that. You know, to building decks, sheds. Um, you know, just all those things. It was shed loads, literally shed loads of work and running a business. Um, you know, with four or five guys working in it. So, for those of you who don't know, Brian had his um, he trained as a as a gas fitter, plumber, electrician in the UK. We moved to New Zealand, and he came over here and. After working for a company as a plumber, he started his own heating. Well, he went into partnership with a guy fitting um, European heating systems. So that's yeah, what was, we're talking yeah. about with your with your business. Yeah, that's right. So can you just think what was, if you had to pinpoint what was the most memorable, I hope to God you're going to say the same thing as I'm thinking. <laughs> what was the most memorable time in your 50s? Do you want memorable or pivotal? Oh, what? Why, why are you saying this? What does that mean? Well, what does pivotable mean? Well, like you change direction. I'm thinking of a ballerina now. Yeah, because you muscly can go... ballerina on his toes. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> just think of Wayne. What was his name? Wayne, Wayne Sleep. Sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, God. No, I just mean what was well, whatever word you want to use. When what was what if if you looked back over your fifties, what yes. would be the thing that you thought? Oh my God, I can't believe we did that or I did that. Well, it, it's going to be, and I think you talk about this in your book. It was when we were sitting in Blue Lake with 10 days off and thinking, is this it? And I'd bought you a book for Christmas and you started reading it. And it's like, you need to read this. And I started reading it. What and was it, the book called? It was um, Tim Ferriss, The Four Hour Work Week. How old were you? Um, about 12 at the time. No, how old were you? I would have, well, it would have been five, six years ago. So I would have been 54. 54, 54 right. Okay. Yeah. I just want to get an, an idea. Of yeah, it, it yeah. was. I would have been 54 because um, turned 55 is when I sold the business. Yeah. So we're in the campsite reading yeah. Tim Ferriss. What happens? Figuring out that, you know, could I implement some of this stuff into the business that I was doing, you know, and try different things, you know, with batching emails and batching calls and all that sort of, and tried to tell my business partner about it. And he's just like, no, that was not going to work for me. Because I need to be on ready, you know, 24-7 on the phone, like be able to pick it up. And I'm like, well, that's not the way it works. You know, you do your calls in the morning, this, that. And then we, you can get more work done instead of sitting in the office. The thing is, is I fell out with um, my oh, business partner on, a bit, but you know, we, we made up again. Yeah. So, there you go. Do you want to go down that? Do you want to talk about how you fell out with your business yeah, partner? Not really, no. No, right. No. Okay. No, because this is this is about being upbeat and positive. Well, your, your positive change. You know yeah, what? but that's why you want to change because it's like, right, I'm not going to be able to change you, but I can change me. I know, you know the person so, listening to this right now is thinking, please tell me, Brian, please tell me about your business partner and all your gossip. <laughs> anyway, we'll save that for another time. But yeah, yeah, go on. So that was a big changing point um, in, in in my life and, and in yours as well, because it was just like, right, the kids were getting at an age where it's like, 
hey, you know, in the next couple of years, two or three years, they're going to be um, finished homeschooling, this, that, and the other, and doing doing their own thing. And it was just like, well, so why don't we think about doing something that's going to really blow this out of the water? And it didn't come to us there and then, but it was like, we I need to sell that business. Within the next six months, it was like, right. And I remember sitting down with my business, went over on a Sunday to see my business partner and said, I'm selling it. I'm not happy. You know, I want out. I've had enough. I want to do something different. Uh, I think he initially thought I was going to be starting up another company in in, um, in competition. competition and yeah. stuff like that. And it was the furthest thing from my mind, you know, to go from being a tradie, full-blown, full-blown, literally, you know, and like I say, employing a few, quite a few guys. Uh, but I was I was the hands-on guy running the sites and, and you know, uh, yeah, laying thousands of kilometers of pipe a year like you know i think it's i think it's important to say here that when we were on that camping trip and um, we were reading the tim ferris yes you were talking about batching emails and all the other stuff that tim talks about in that book but the biggest thing that we got from that book was that why wait until you are retired to do the things mm-hmm. you dream of doing in life yes and that's what we started talking about we were like oh because we've always said oh yeah when we get to this age we'll sell the house and then we'll get some money and then we'll travel the world and we read this book and it was like you don't need to wait yeah. You can make it happen now. You can take your whatever money you've got and mm-hmm. spend it and and then make more. And and it was just like it was a completely different mindset for us. And it was yeah. then that we said, Well, how how about if we just did sell that business mm-hmm. and spend the money and travel the world with the kids for a year? Because that's what we yeah. longed to do, wasn't it? You know? Because what you know, it's it's I always remember my brother saying to me, and I think I've maybe said this said this before, like, you know, but my mum passed away, um, I think it was 2014, and um, he, he he'd my brother lives in Florida, so he you know like me he he doesn't live in the in the UK, and you know he he'd been putting money aside, so he said when I retire I'm going to take mum and dad to Europe, I'm going to be doing this and and take him around, take him on holidays and stuff, and you know and I remember him saying to me he said you know can't do that anymore, mum's not here, mm. you know mm. you know even though he's taking my dad around the UK and stuff like that and the, the various other things. You know, you you don't know what's going to happen. So this is what you're saying is yeah. like, why wait? What are we waiting for? When is it you going? When is it you're going to do it? Like, I know. You know, it's, oh, I need the financial stability. Well, then sell the house, go smaller, downsize, whatever you you know. Don't be tied to that one thing. You know, and that's what that was what was exploding in our minds, wasn't it? Like, yeah, you know? yeah. And the other thing that Tim uh, Tim Ferry said as well that really stuck out for me, and I, I know it did for you was he was like, what is the worst thing that can happen? Yeah. So for instance, we were like, oh no, we can't sell the business. And we were like, why? And he's like, well, we could, because then we wouldn't have a wage, but then you would just yeah, go and get another job. Yeah, because it's your income. Yeah, but then yeah. you would just go and get another Yeah, but what if I couldn't get another job? What if like there was no plumbing jobs? What if no one ever wanted to employ me ever again? Yeah. Then I would start something else. Okay, well, what if I can't start something else? No one wants to employ any plumbers. We've got no money in and we can't pay the mortgage. Then you sell the house. Yeah, yeah but then where am I going to live? Then you buy a smaller house. Then yeah. you move into a flat. Then you move in with your mum and dad. Then you, do you know what I mean? And yeah, it but, was like, but that, that's the downward spiral that people think that they would no, go it's on, not don't a they? Downward spiral. No, what ex- I'm saying yeah. is, it was like, is that it? Is yeah. that what you're scared of? Yeah, but that's it. Yeah, yeah. you know, like you're not going to die. Yeah, you're walk, not going to be the streets and thinking, yeah, oh, you know, the not... tumbleweeds blowing down the yeah. road. What I'm almost all alone and lost, and and, and I should never that made when that. When he said that, because it was yeah. literally, what is the? What are you frightened of? What is it you're frightened of? Yeah. And when you actually say it out loud, it's just like, yeah, but those, you know, that that can be overcome. And yeah, but and it's like why, you say, why are you going to let that happen to you? You know, you're not going to go. But this is about going forward. It's yes. not about going backwards because yeah. you're leaving your job. Like, you know, it's like, oh, well, what am I going to do? What, what, you know, what are you going to do? Then you're going to be clever and work around it, aren't you? Like, yeah. You know? and that's anyway, the thing. so yeah. we're going off topic. So going back. Yep. So what was your most memorable, ta- memorable time? Then? Well, it was it was that. And, and so that was that led to us, um, you know, we we were there in in the January by I think it was October thirty first. I'd sold the business the same year, so within ten months, turned our world around. Give my job up, give everything you every bit of income, and and away you go, like you know. And you still um, haven't said what you did with the income. What did you do? Well, you know what we did. Well, what, but they don't. Well, if you don't know, so we we flew out to Florida to see my brother for his sixtieth, and that led to the world trip. From there on, yeah, we didn't. We didn't. Just to be clear, we didn't fly out to meet your brother for his sixtieth and then decide to travel the no. world. Dave's sixtieth came was incorporated. Just to be there. In, yeah, into yeah. The, worked out very well. So the answer is, we travelled the world with the kids for a year. Yes, with the money that we made from the business we sold. Yes. And I'm so glad that you said that was your most memorable. It was great, wasn't it, Brian? It was. It was yeah, fantastic. it was terrifying. 
Yeah. But it was great. Terrified in what way? Well, because the fear, we'd never done anything like that before. I mean, the American side of it was a piece of cake because that's just like, you know, it's it's very simple. But the next step was Sri Lanka and then India. And, you know, we were going to be doing couch surfing and stuff like that and staying in rather cheap places. And oh, here's a little opportunity for me ooh, to say about my book, Brian. There my, you go. My, book, my new book, The Travel Bog Diaries by Liz Deacle, written all, all the stories that happened on our world trip. So if you haven't got that book... You can go to www.thetravelbogdiaries.com. I had to think then. Yeah. Carry on. Yeah. So, I mean, that ended up, um, what, it was just the, the adventure that, you, you know, you, you see in films and things, you know, traveling on a third class train or in a third class compartment, you know, by, by, not, by, not by choice, but everywhere else was full. And that's what we had to go into, like, you know. And thinking, what are we letting ourselves in for well, here? It's my and, budget as well. Couldn't yeah, afford yeah, the but, rest. But how warm were the people? You know, people oh, started right. standing up know, for us, and it was just like, no, no, yeah. please. You know, I, I don't mind standing, like you know, because you've got kids and this. But they were like, you know, it was it was just a, a wonderful, what a, what an experience, you know. And that's what travel does for you. So, so your answer is the most memorable part was traveling the world for a year with our yeah, family. For sure. What was the most challenging part of your decade? The most fearful time was coming home. So in your whole 50s, the yes. whole decade, yes. the most fear, the most challenging thing that you came across throughout your whole decade. Was when we came back from that flight. Because we were trying to set up online businesses, but they take time, don't they? Yeah, like, you they know? Do. And it was so hard to actually, I remember building a website um, when we were in Chiang Mai. In Thailand. In Thailand, um, you know, for, for dog products. Because we were trying to think of a niche. We just couldn't think of this niche because well, why would you? Like, you know, what, what's everyone's already done the stuff, you know, tradey stuff's all done and everything So let else. me just, yeah, let me just fill people in for this because this is important. So when we went traveling around the world for years, so you've got to remember Bry packed in his business. He sold all his business. We didn't have an income now. So we've, we've got this mortgage. We rented our house for a year. We had nothing to come back to. There was no business to come back to. So while we were away in the last month of being away, well, actually the last couple of months, we started to talk. We saw other people doing this online stuff, drop shipping and, you know, making these online businesses and being that they, the, the well, word that, location independent yeah. was thrown around a lot. But that, that, that was to do with Tim Ferriss as well. With yeah, his it book. was. Yeah. <clears throat> and we were, we did. We thought, you know, yeah. well, do you know what? If other people can do it, then we will do it. And yep. that's what Bry's talking about. When we got to Thailand with really good internet, we would take our laptops down to the cafes down there. And while the kids would just stay at home watching videos all day, because that's all they wanted to do. Um, and we would just, like Bryce said, just try and find a niche, you know, like what can we do that no one else is doing? Or what could we do that would make us money that would enable us to travel the world and keep on traveling and pay us money every single month into our account yeah. And we can do it from wherever we are in the world. Yeah. And we started off with with dog products, didn't dog products, we? Yeah. And yeah. actually that went on to become very, very successful. Well, and it still did. remains yes. to be successful. Yes, it is. As an affiliate site, as a as a, a market as a ads. Yeah, ad we don't site. sell any physical products on no, that site don't. anymore because um it was just that that was enough because it, it it took a lot of work in the mornings just to, you know, people go, oh, it only takes me 20 minutes a day. Well, it, it doesn't really. It depends how well automated oh, you've got the site. So, so much work. You know, and then if something goes wrong, you've got to contact the supplier and yeah. it's like, hey, this, that. And so there is a lot of work involved in that, but it's constantly in your head as well. So, so going back to, you came back from the trip. So yes. in the whole of the decade, walking back into our house that day was just the Walk, scariest, <clears throat> most challenging part. Yeah, it, that was the challenging part because I just thought, okay, so that's this, that fear side of it. It's like, what, what am I going to do for money now? Yeah. You know, um, I could, I could have gone back and done some um, jobs here and there, but I had a three year sort of, um, not gagging license, but a, you know, uh, it's a, a restriction of trade within the area going back into it. I could work for someone else, but I couldn't set up my own business. Yeah, but you're not going to go and work for someone else, are you? When you've worked for yourself all your life, that, that, that would yeah, be that's, hard it, to it, go that's, back being yeah. an employee sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, I mean, you, you make good money. I would have been, I would have been on, I don't know, fifty dollars an hour working for someone, maybe mm. more, like you know. So you know, you'd be, you'd, you'd be making um, good money, um, over a hundred thousand dollars a year. Did you ever regret not um, regret what we'd done? Did you ever think, oh, why have we spent all our money on that round the world trip? Oh no, 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 no never once, because you know this, this was the when you're working so hard. I didn't miss out on the kids. 
uh, growing up because we spent we we went I spent a lot of time with them. You know, I'd play football, mountain bike with mm. them, and stuff like that, and all those all those great things that you you would do as a dad. I didn't miss out on that mm. stuff, but I just felt I was missing out um, spending as much time as I could with them. Like you know, and when would the point come when they don't want to spend time with me? You know, so that to go away was 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 the thing. But coming back, it's that feeling when you come back. It's it wasn't easy. Okay. All right, so I think you've answered this, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Was there any time during your decade between your fifty, between your forties and your fifties, that what one moment did you have an aha moment between or, the forties and 50s? you know, like when being fifty, right? Yeah, being sorry, yeah, you're not forty, are you? Yeah, you're not, yeah. It's I keep 50, thinking you're 60. turning fifty. Yeah, but you're not. You're turning sixty. Yeah. See, I'm that, sitting opposite. Is that pictureless? Well, it is. Yeah. I wish you'd there just you remove go. it. Yeah. No, I, I, as you know, Bri, I mean, this is a completely different conversation. I don't believe in birthdays and ages and numbers. And I do think it is just but a load you, of rubbish. Yeah, but you do on your birthday. Uh, as in like, you know, you expect that nice prezi and stuff no, like I that. Don't. Or, you oh, know right, I okay. don't. You yeah, know so, I don't. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, if someone turned around to me now and said to me, oh, he's 56, I'd just, oh, yeah. I wouldn't go. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, that's a different topic yeah. of conversation. But as you know, I don't. I'm I know. Not, I'm not a one for, oh, like, you know, let's stick to our ages. And I don't care. It's just no, like that's how a, you feel and yeah, how you exactly. are. Exactly, yeah. Right. Was there any moment throughout your decade that you just thought, oh, my God, aha, the aha moment? Was there something there that you just thought? Uh, well, that that would go back to. Was it the Tim Ferriss? The Tim Ferriss thing, yeah, because that, that just opened your mind to different things. Um, you know, yeah, the the other aha, aha moment was when we were sitting on a beach in uh, in, in Greece you know, and reading a book about um, the well, mind. No, but but yeah, I yeah. know, but that was, they well, were like two big... trying to make it all about you. This is just about your 50s. <laughs> Stop being greedy. This is about your 50s. Was there an aha moment? I'm thinking, Brian, I'm thinking Italy last year. You there on the wall. Oh, sorry. You, yes. Well, no, I'm just thinking. Do you want me to just jog your old memory <laughs> yeah. there, Brian? Well, no, because I, I was thinking more about uh, life together and stuff like that. But yeah, oh, just uh, the hard moments was when I changed doctor last year. And I've talked about this. Go and get some blood tests. And it's like something not quite right in your blood, like, you know, a few more tests and you find out that you're, um, you know, you're, you're celiac and you um, have got to give up gluten. So that was an aha moment. And because what that made me think is like, I'm going to admit it, I've never really ever been to the doctors with health issues, like, you know, uh, right through my whole life, apart from a bad back. And, um, you know, that was about it, really. Then I, I thought, so what is this? What does this do to you? It's, you know, it's only wheat. What's wrong with that? What, 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 how can you be allergic to bloody wheat, you know, when everybody in the world eats it virtually? And then uh, just looking into it and then figuring out how the body works. I think that to me, because that six months we were away, I must spent hours and hours searching, not so much just longevity, but just down to what what is, you know, mitochondrial function and what is ATP and all those sort of things and telomeres and everything about. I was that, reading that, Bridget Jones' diary. Yes, you were reading Bridget Jones' <laughs> diary. And I was like, all right, we're not eating that. We're not eating this anymore. We're not, we're, we need to just get more of this into us and uh, plenty of, um, you know, oleic acid and stuff like that, all those olive oils and things. And, and we, we would do most of it anyway. And just like, what was bad about processed food? Stuff so like that. So was your aha moment? That was like, I didn't realize about the body, you know, even just down to your cup of coffee in the morning, like, you know, mm. and just that, that, what, what's the difference and a bit of intermittent fasting. And this was just a huge eye opening thing for me, like, you know, mm. because to me it was always, you know, we grew up, but you, you, you ate low fat foods and you, um, you grazed, you know, throughout the day. And it's just like, no, that's, that's not good. Okay. So if someone said, what way have you changed throughout your fifties from being 20, 30, 40, and now you hit 50, have you changed in any way as a person that you just think, oh, I'm not like that anymore or I don't do that anymore? Or is it, has there been something that's stood out to you particularly? With age comes that a little bit more wisdom, you know, to be able to actually listen to someone and not just think, oh, no, 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 hang on a minute. You, you don't know what you're talking about. You know, and that constant going on in your head is just like, why don't you just listen? You know, I've got the time. So why don't I just listen? And... You know, realizing that it's about 
you know how you treat people will will how they treat you back like you know because when you're when you're younger in business it's just oh, I need to get this done come on you know get out my way and 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 get it done like you know and you've never been like that no no I have to a degree when it's a certain time a certain times in your life and I just think you you know you hit that fifty and you start to you start to mature you start to look at things in different ways like you know it's not it's not about the race to the finish line like you know it's it's just about do you know what. I just need to to enjoy what I'm doing, like you know. Yeah. And those first sort of five years, as I not I didn't not enjoy them, but I just knew it could be better, you know. And when I see the last five years to how I feel now, and you know, we're not making tons of money or anything like that. And I, I and I've never been money driven. I'm more about being happy. I don't really care what it is that we've got. You know, I, I drive a, a 10, 12-year-old car or whatever it is. I, I really don't care, like, you know. Um, it's it's more of a challenge, more fun to keep that car working and doing stuff to it. And this is what I enjoy, like, you know, and that's what I've enjoyed of not thinking, I need that new car. I need the latest model, like, you know. You know, it's like at one time I would have had to have the latest computer, the latest phone, the latest watch, the latest this. And it's just like, hey, do you know what? It does the job. That does the job. It doesn't, you know. What long... phone have you got, Brian? I've got an iPhone 13 Pro Max. <laughs> it's coming up two years old. What's that? What's that on your wrist, Brian? That's an Apple Watch 6. <laughs> Considering they're up to Apple Watch 8 or whatever it is. I just don't want people is. sitting here thinking that you've got this little, No, you know, what's this Roadcaster Pro 2 over here? <laughs> this little dial-up flip phone thing. And yeah, then, that's know, it, my just... StarTac. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. No, that, well, what I'm saying is like, it's that, and I think moving to New Zealand really beat that out of me, which, because it just, you just don't get the market in here the same as what you do in the States or in the UK. It's that, that you must have this, you must have that. Yeah. I think yeah. that's what I've learned. It's just like, you know, do you know what? Just slow down. You don't need all that crap. It's just goes, goes in the loft at the end of the day. Do you know what? I think when, what, what sort of surprised me then, and this is what I love about you is when you said, oh, with age came comes wisdom to listen to people yeah because there are so many older people i'm not saying that you're old but there's so many older people that get to, to a certain age where they actually go the other way and they just yeah. like, oh shut up what do you yeah, know well, i don't need to yeah be i've been to on this earth longer than you yeah. be quiet yeah. you know and they do they become cantankerous yeah. and they become obnoxious and yeah. like that's because they need testosterone do you reckon yeah for sure yeah, but women do it as well. Mind you, well, uh, yeah, but then then they yeah. need HRT or whatever yeah. works for yeah, them. True. Like, you know, I, yeah, true. You know, you become better and, and twisted. I know. So yeah. I agree with you. I think you have. I actually always think you have been an amazing listener. You have been you, ever since I met you. You've been an amazing listener. Yeah. But what, from an outside point of view, what I would say I would agree with you is that you are now able to listen to other people's opinion and take them on board. And then say something rather than, you know, like, well, this is my opinion. And I'm not saying like you've always, you were, you were like, oh, this is my opinion and I've always been right. But I have noticed a massive change in you in the last 10 years. Yeah. You know, just sitting down at the table with the kids and stuff, just that you just, you do, you listen and, and a lot more. I think it was when I told you about the three second rule, I think that really helped with you, didn't it? You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah. In fact, that, that was your pivotal that, moment. That does. I only have go. to listen for three seconds and then I can jot, then I can jot in like, you know, jump in on, jump down your throat. Now, I think one of the biggest things um, is not everybody wants your advice. And I think that's what, it, if they ask you for your advice, then I'll, I'm happy to give you my advice and I'll give you more, more than advice mm. if, if, if you need, like, you know, but I think that was a big point, even over the last four, three or four years. It's just like, you know what, 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 what? You haven't asked for my advice, but I'm telling you what to do. Yeah. So yeah. You, you, know. you know what? Go. It's funny, isn't it? Because we tend, people tend to say, oh, kids and teenagers, and they just don't know these days. And they come up with some brilliant things. And one of the brilliant things they came up with that 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 taught me is they had this really annoying thing where they would just say when. So when you were like when they were you know they were talking with each other and they'd go and I said to her when. And I, and I remember saying to Tess, what does that mean? Why do you keep saying that? And she said, when did I ask for your opinion? <laughs> you know? And I just thought, yeah. it's really, it actually stuck with me yeah. because we do, we do tend to go, oh, and this is how I feel. And it's like, I'm sorry, did I ask? No. no did no. I ask 
you know, when, when did I ask? <laughs> so I just love that. And uh, it's, it's something to learn. Yeah, kids, it, it, it? it is. And, and the, the other thing with kids is like, when, like when they, um, they play a song and they go, ah, oh, this is brilliant. This, and you go, no, it's not. That's not the original. Oh, we did that last night. Yeah, but I know, but that's Don't like, say that. yeah, but not all the time. Sometimes you go, oh yeah, it's a nice one. Yeah. I like the other version too. I've never heard you say, Oh, that's a nice one about the original. But, 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 I know, because but you just want to go. Oh, I'm gonna. You don't know enough. You don't know as much as me when I was a DJ. Well, just, <laughs> just, just, just to fill you in. Just to fill you that's in funny. on the story. Well, so last night, Sonny's, you know, with his girlfriend and stuff. She's at her house, and he's here. And I don't know if anything's gone on or whatever. I don't know what's happening with them too. But all of a sudden, he starts playing "Endless Love." You know the and the original, of course, is and you always know when your kids start playing sad songs. Yeah, you know something's, something's going, on. going on. What's happening? And he was playing it on the piano, and then he comes in and he's playing it on the phone, and he said, "Oh, I love this song." So, do you know this song? He said to me, "Do you know this song?" And I was like, "I couldn't resist. I had to say that cocky ass thing that parents say." I said, "Do I know this song? I've lost. I've lost count of the <laughs> amount of the movie. I've lost count." <laughs> I've lost count of the amount of times I've cried to this song, Sonny. And yeah. he sort of looked at me as if like, well, that's a bit sad. But yeah, yeah it, but he was playing the version by Luther Vandross and Mariah Carey. Yeah. And we jumped down his throat and went, oh my God, no, you've got to listen to Lionel Richie if you really want to. <laughs> Diana Ross, what's the way she trills that bit there? Yeah. <laughs> we were right old swines, weren't we, Brian? Yeah. So I don't know but, what you're on about. Because you're not yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, but then he then he said like you know, and this song I love this song. Um, George Michael um, singing um, "Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me," and he's like, you know, the one with is live with Elton John comes in and goes, that must be great to you know be George Michael and to know that you've written that song. And I went, hang on a minute, Did, he didn't even get the four second rule. Did he it was not? Like, no, that he didn't write that, mate. But I don't think you're right about that. Why? Elton John wrote that song. I don't think Elton wrote it. I think it was Bernie, whatever the, you know, the... His, oh, did the, Sonny think George Michael had wrote yes, it? Yes, oh, he'd yeah. written... Yeah, yeah, right, anyway, so yeah. going going off on again now. Yes, so let's let's bring it Elton back around. Elton wanted on the music to it. Talking about children. Yep. Our kids, when you turned 50, our right. kids were 12. Yep. Tessa was, uh, Sonny was 12. He's now 22. That's yep. scary. I know it is. Tessa was eight. She's now... Oh, no. Tessa was nine. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Get the age of my kids right. <laughs> Tessa was nine. She's now 19. Yep. So 12 and nine. Yeah. What would you say to parents with kids that same age now? Now you've been through the whole 10 years of it. You've yep. taken them right through to young adults. What would, what, any advice that you would give? Yeah, just love them with all your heart unconditionally and nurture them. Don't raise them because that's what you do with cattle. Um, do you know you really annoy me when you say that you really get a, under my skin when you Eastern say philosophy. that right I don't care there you're you not Eastern yeah. you're from Liverpool Yeah. so why are you trying to be like that because when I heard it that time and it's that's what I felt like I'd hopefully done with my kids was to nurture them you know not shout at them all the time but um, you know it was just bring that out and do that and, see and, I don't think of it like that I think of a flower raising out of the ground yeah Anything that grows is yeah. is it 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 grows, doesn't it? It just that's good. Yeah, and that's it. Stays <laughs> in one write, place. You can write that quote. Yeah. You can have that on me. Anything that grows just grows. Just grows. <laughs> <laughs> My God, this is philosophy. Yeah. But it grows. It grows. When it's dead, it's dead. <laughs> no, but do you know what I mean, Bri? It yeah. doesn't stand still. No. Something it, that grows grows. It, yeah. it gains strength. It gains wisdom. It grows. I always picture a tree growing. Yeah. So when you have a go at me for saying that, I mean, you right. don't have a go at me. No, I don't. Just remember your three-second rule, because I can see that you're itching there to jump in and no, interrupt not. me. But when you say, oh, no, you shouldn't say you raise children, yeah. I think it's a lovely word. What's wrong with that? Because that's what they say. Is, 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 Who? Is Who's the, they? It's, Buddha? Uh, it, not far off it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the guy with the blue face. <laughs> Go on, anyway. Um, so you would love them unconditionally? Yes, it was that, that more than it. I'm only saying that. Cause Do you like just, being married I know to it me, gets Brian. up your nose. <laughs> 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 Thank you for that, Brian. That's lovely. Yeah, so it's um yeah it it's when you look back at pictures when you see them when they were younger and you just think oh why did I ever get angry at you why did I ever say don't do this you know or that or you know when you fell off your bike well you're going to learn from that and you won't be doing that again you know so why just pick them up and just give them a hug mm. yeah because there'll be a time when you know and that's it hold the hand whenever you can you know and just things like that when you go out walking you know and just. Go and say goodnight to them 
when they're laying in, in their beds, like mm. you know, and just those things. That's it's so important. Don't just think, oh no, I'll wake them up. No, just go and wake them up and kiss them good night because they're just so grateful when when you do things like that. Like you know, I think you have been an absolutely and continue to be an absolutely fabulous dad. And absolutely 100% excellent dad. Don't look at me as if I'm going to say something mean because I'm not. I'm sincere okay. when I say this. Right. When you grow, you grow, Brian. Don't ever forget that. <laughs> Wisdom. Just listen. <laughs> Wisdom by listening. <laughs> no, I do, darling. I think you've just been an amazing father and continue to be an amazing father. So, you know, I, I sometimes when I hear you, like you, you listen to your podcasts about people who are telling you this and telling you that, and I just think... You already know that, Bri. You're already do- you're yeah. living it. You're uh, doing it. Do you know what? Do, 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 I like to listen to those things, those because I like to think. How long did it take you before you found that out? That that you know you need you need to be like that, you mm. know. And it's like this new thing that they've just found out. And you're like, okay, so you, you, then, then you want to know their background of why didn't they feel like that before? Like you know, why why wasn't they couldn't think uh, outside the box or why. You know, and it's. Uh, I, I think know. people overcomplicate things. I really they do. do. I mean, really that, your answer to the question Life is simple. Of, it is. Yeah. And your answer to that, what do you do with kids? It's just like, that's it. It's just yeah. love them unconditionally. Yeah. Just keep loving them and just throw in love at them and just. That's, that's all it is. Yeah. Just be calm with them. Just be, you know, there's times when you need to be firm, but that, that they know when they've done something bad. Mm. But, and, you know, I always remember the one thing that you said to me, Liz, which stuck out to me a lot, you know, is that time when you'd done something bad and, you know, you thought you were going to get hammered from your dad or this, what it was, and, you know, and he came up to them and sat on the end of the bed and played the guitar. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? And it's not like, oh, I'll get away with it next time. It's like, no, it was almost worse than being told off mm. because you knew how it made you feel, mm. you know? And mm. that's what you've got to nurture inside the kids. It's like, you know when you're doing something wrong and you know how to be and... You know, I've got every confidence those kids could travel the world tomorrow if 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 you just put them on a plane that that fly out and come back and I know they'd be safe. You mm. know, because they're, they're savvy, aren't they're, they? They're savvy. They're, yeah. they're round. Yeah. You know, they're not being square and put in a box. And you know, you've got to do this by then and then mm. and then. It's just like you know what, just take every day as it comes. I know. I think and that's just, what it comes down to. Yeah, and just going again. I, I, this is a great topic, but I can. I don't want to go off too much of a tangent, but. You know, I, 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 I think we battle as well with when we're parents, especially of young adult kids, especially now because things are expensive. It's hard to get ahead. You know, it's yeah. just there's lots of things going on online. People trying, like Sunny, for instance, trying to make money online, and that is a slow process, as we just said before. And in one ear, you've got your kids shouldn't be at home now, like you know, mm. they should be gone. You should be. They should. So, so. Yeah, well, exactly. And then, and the other part, because I was thinking this the other day, and I was thinking. Oh, you know, I should be charging rent. I should be, he should be out now. And then, because that's what society, maybe, I don't know. But then just going back to what you just said about my dad with the guitar and the love and stuff. And I just thought, you know what? I would just want my kids to just know that they, they can stay as long as they want, you know, know, we're here. It's just as long as we can be here for you, we will be here for you. And that doesn't make them. And I, and it doesn't make to, him a weaker person. It doesn't. And I just want to stress this because I know from experience when I started homeschooling, and I'm sorry, I don't want to make this all about me because this is about you, but I'll just tell you this quickly. But when I started homeschooling the kids, when we started homeschooling the kids, the, the biggest thing that people said to me was, if you homeschool those kids, if you take them out of society, if you take them away from their friends and out of the school, they will not know how to socialize. Yeah. And those words, it was like, it was like the devil threat just in my brain. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it was like I I dreaded that they would one day grow up and be one of those kids that just stand in the corner, like, you know, can't give anyone eye contact. I've said this to be to before, and I'm not saying this to brag, I'm saying this to reassure. Our kids, they can out-talk anyone. They can do anything. Like you say, they yeah. can get on a plane, they can go do whatever they want. Our daughter's down in Wellington you know, on her own. And it's just like, so I'm trying to remind myself of this because part of me is thinking, if you let them stay at home, if you keep paying for them, they're just going to think, oh, well, this is an easy life. Why do I need to go and get a job? That's not true. Mm-hmm. That's not true. Yeah, They're not thinking that. Yeah. They want out as much as anyone wants out. They want to be independent. But when they can't, when they physically or they can't, then at least know that they've got a place to just be and stay and are loved and are safe and just... 
Yeah, and that yeah. So yeah, I hope that's at the home. The home sorry is sorry for uh, just jumping in there. No, no, I, no. The thing is, is like I left. I left home when I was, I think, it was twenty-seven. So yeah, you did. You yeah. I, I, yeah, you know, I'd, I'd moved out for a short time, moved back in at home because it was there, and I know, you know, I look at so you. You're normal. I, I'm a weak person. So that and one one more thing I wanted to just say just before I let it go is that that last thing with the kids is don't put onto your kids what you didn't do or want to do oh i'm always doing that i'm always no no that. yeah so like you know if you don't 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 make them go and play rugby if if just because you didn't but you think they they can yeah, like no, you know don't I'm make joking. them don't make them play sports this that and the other because like, you didn't and you think they should and you know or dancing because i could have danced and i never did it, it's like no let them see what they want to do like you mm-hmm. know and not so much what they want to do yeah you've got to try them with a few things but don't push it and i think you learned you know? this going back to you in your 50s and i think i actually witnessed this happening when Sonny was, he was probably, it was he was about 12, 11 or 12. Yeah. And you, being the tradie that you are and the very, very handy guy that you are, I mean, you're super handy, yeah. was very, very keen to push Sonny down that route. Not, not push him down that route. Well, it's how just, things work. And, and, yeah, and that, just like, it was just like, know, hey, this works like this, so you can fix it. You yeah. know, if it goes wrong or you've got an idea when you're driving it, you know what the mechanics are. So, you know, don't push the car too much on its side because it'll go rolling around or it'll spin or whatever. And, and so that's what I tried to push on as a dad. But, it, but there it was just, one time, though, Bri, that I thought that you were going to um, be, get mad, not mad, get cross, not cross, um, no I just thought that you would be disappointed that he wasn't going to learn a trade so I remember thinking do you want him to be like a plumber or electrician do you want him to be a builder what what do you want now Sonny for anyone who knows Sonny and obviously you probably don't know Sonny but he is the opposite of that he's an entertainer he's a showman he's a online Mm -hmm. entertaining singing dancing he's a performer that's all you need to say he's a performer he comes alive or he lights up when he yeah. performs. He is the no matter whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. He, is the, he has got no interest whatsoever in becoming a tradesman or being no. learning anything there is to he's, he's He's crawled under houses with me. He's, he's, he's laid kilometres of underfloor heating pipe when he was 14. He's painted pipes in a school that needed painting before they got um, fitted and um, you know screwed together. So, you know, he's, he's done videos on YouTube, painting, painting, painting. Yeah, it's just like, has. you know, all that sort of stuff. He's done, but he just, he was never interested. He was so happy when he went home. Right, Brian. So what excites you? We're going to wrap it up soon. So what excites you about being 60? What are you most excited about? Um, it's getting a nice pipe and some slippers. <laughs> Settling down mm. and um, keeling over. Brian, don't, don't, no, don't do you know what I mean, Liz? That's what you, everyone would, would always think when you get in your 60s. You know, I think it's just changed. You know, when I was a kid and someone was 60 years old, it was like they were ancient. Like, you know, they had glasses on, they had, you know, they were still smoking or whatever it was they were doing, coughing all over the place and just look weak and frail. And I just think at 60 nowadays, people are realising do you know, I can still do this. I can still go snow skiing. I can still, if I look after myself, I can still do these things like, you know. So are you going to answer the question? That's what I'm looking forward to. Let's see where it takes me. Oh, right. That's so, you know, yeah. it's like, I'm not thinking I'm in a decline. I'm in the, the, the latter part of my life. Certainly not. Not a 60. No, but a lot of people are because they're gearing up. This is the last 20 years of my life. I don't know. Is that true? Of course it is. No, it was like 40 years ago. Yeah, but it's but changing. 60 people, yeah, but it's 60 cha- year old it, people. It, it, yeah, but it's changing, like, you know, and the, the world is rapidly changing now. Um, you know, with the introduction of all the new technologies of AI, and things like that and mm. you know as long as someone doesn't pull the um the pen on um those nuclear bombs we'll be fine so i'm just saying so it's so exciting the way it's going to change you very know? very very depressing what you just said it is liz because that's what i grew up with you know it was that um you know it was that that's what we we knew and then you know you you, you, you like now everyone's getting excited about you know how, how far can i push this how far can we live like you know can mm. we can we can we make it to 120 in that way i'm only halfway through mm. yeah know? no yeah and exactly, it, it makes yeah. you if, if you feel in that way like like oh now i've got now i've got to 50 i'm oh, got to, i've only got 20 30 years left and i'll be popping me clogs like you know it's like, well, you know, it's up to you. It's like that's what that light bulb moment was last year when you said, and it's just, it's that excitement of thinking. Well, you know what? It's as 
it's as long as you make it. You so know? if you could do anything in your, if someone said to you now, okay, Brian, you're just about to turn 70 yep. and um, what you, you did this in your sixties, what would it have been? What are you, what is, what is the one thing that you think? I mean, you know, cause obviously there's probably lots, but is there one thing that you think I am going to do that in my sixties? What are you going to do, Brian? Uh, definitely going to do a bungee jump are in my sixties. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. And it's crazy. Cause you know, I've lived in New Zealand for 14 years, never done a bungee jump. So I'm just like, yeah, okay. I think the back is, is just strong enough that I can do that. Brian, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah no. def- definitely. So next time we're around that. Okay, so I've got to jump. take my son as well. Cause Tess has already done one, hasn't she? Anything yeah. else? Um, get back to doing some snow skiing. I'd, I'd love to start doing some snow skiing oh, again. God, really? I just love being in the mountains. Oh, get lost. No, I don't. Well, Brian. I'll just go by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Why wouldn't you like I to? I don't know. No? I don't know. It's just not something that I, anyway, well, you know, it's, this yeah, isn't about me. It's something me. quite like that. Um, what about that, me? What about yeah. me? <laughs> it's like that clarity of light, hey, Liz. And, you know, get back to see, I've got to get back over to England and see Liverpool play at some time. Mm. You know, because it's, it, it's, God, it's a long time since uh, it was back in the 80s the last time I went to Liverpool football ground. What about going to India and just trekking, you know, just no, walking? Yeah, yeah. There's no snow there, is there? <laughs> different ways Brian as you reach 60 because you're saying oh I want to go snow skiing I want to go and watch Liverpool play well neither yeah. of those things I'm coming to you with well, well why not well because I'm not well you are you would be coming to see them because I know you'd love to see yeah, that I would actually yeah you'd love to Kenny, feel that Kenny Dalgleish was well, playing, is, is Kenny Dalgleish stand we could maybe go and sit up with him yeah if he's yeah. up there yeah all right then. So now has come the time. Um, yes, because I was just going to say, oh, I could just keep talking to you for ages about this. Um, oh, can I just ask you one more question? Yes. So what what would you say is the most successful thing that you've done in your 50s? The most successful thing I've done. Um, I, I had a, there's quite a few big, the most successful thing was going around the world. And, you know, keeping the family safe. That, to me, was just what an achievement. Second was that brilliant drive we did down last last year. That that was a super success. You know, in that old car that, you know, it's like driving a hand grenade. It could have just gone here, there and everywhere, like, you know. So we bought a car in England and we drove yeah. it to Greece and back. Yeah, a 30-year-old car. And um, it, picking the kids up from Athens Airport, then flying out from New Zealand by themselves and us driving down through Europe, literally, you know, the night before on the ferry and literally the next day. Um, it was great, wasn't it? it? Was, that feeling yeah. was just, it made made me feel um, so alive. And just, you know, I even think about it now, you know, I, I can feel the chills. It just, it, what, it was just brilliant. So oh. that side of it. Um, another one of them was, you know, I, I, I always wanted when I was working as a tradie, always, always wanted to design a full-blown eco heating system for a school and, you know, install it. And it went sort of one better. So Green School New Zealand, they came to me and said, you know, would you design our heating uh, heating systems? That side of it, you know, kind of stressful and everything else. But again, what an achievement Mm. at the end of it to go, you know, I did that. And, uh, you know, I, I implemented not only that, I project managed the whole building of the stage one. So that side of it was, it was, it was brilliant. Like, you know, really a uh, huge, huge task mm. and as that was the pinnacle of your career to get to that sort of feeling of that point that I'd worked all my life to do, to do that. So this all happened in my fifties, mm. like, you know, so people say, oh, you know, it's not as good in your fifties or whatever it is. Well, it certainly, certainly was like, you know. So I was just looking over because I just saw something flash on my um, broadcaster mm. and I thought... I was, yeah, I think yeah. your 50s were absolutely amazing. Yeah. And I did promise to just come back to the... T- t- and one last thing. Oh. The other achievement is helping people at the moment because, you know, I always used to help people put heating systems in houses to heat, keep them warm and this, that and the other, which I always thought was helping them. Yeah, they pay you a lot of money and stuff like that. But just that feeling I get now from seeing this community that we've built that bring people to New Zealand, help people relocate to New Zealand to bring their skills here. Um, you know, from doctors to accountants to engineers to teachers, teachers and all those Vets. nurses and yeah. just all those brilliant people that are in our group. And to feel that well, I'm helping those people, you know, 
to give them friends here when they when when they turn up. Mm. It makes me feel warm inside. You it know, does. when I go on Slack and sometimes I don't comment too much, but I'm reading the stuff and it's just like, wow, these people are doing it. You know, such and such from Texas and you've got someone from South Africa, someone from Canada, someone from England. Mm. You know, it's just, wow. You know, all these reaching out to all these people around the world. Mm. And that, that side of it makes me feel very good. And just, so that's why I say I'm happy now with what I'm doing because mm. it's like that. And here I am talking to you on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and can I just say as well, before we move on, just talking about our community, we help people move into, we support people who are moving to New Zealand and we have got another podcast called NZ Ahead, which is just constantly topped up with moving to New Zealand and living in New Zealand content. Yep. So you can go over to nzahead.com or find it on your favourite podcasting app. We just talk all about New Zealand over there. But I just, just want to give out a special shout out today to a special guy in our life. He's called Bert. He's from Belgium. He was one of our very first members of our community yep. in our New Zealand, moving to New Zealand community. He's absolutely fabulous. We went over to Belgium to see him last year um, and he hosted us for a couple of days. Yeah, and he saw dinner. us on the way back from that trip yeah, from Greece. he was just yeah. absolutely wonderful. And he has had a few health problems the last few weeks. And we just want to give a big shout out to you, Bert, and tell you how much we absolutely love, adore and appreciate you. And get well soon, my love. And uh, yeah, we're just thinking about yeah. you. And if we don't see you in New Zealand in the near future, we will come and see you when we come back over to Europe. Yes, you definitely. Know, um, because, uh, yeah, for, for sure, definitely. So going back to one before we close up, if, the health thing, we do, you did talk about testosterone. You've started taking testosterone yes. cream, which has made a massive difference to you. Like yep. you said, it just... It stopped making you feel agitated or whatever. Yeah, but you you just feel your body starting to wither a wee bit, like you know, and um, you know, your your stance starts to just every all the muscles don't um, you know, they they don't build, they start to go smaller, like you know, mm. and it's like you're hitting up to sixty, and it's just like you know, it's to then take testosterone, and you know, I'm not saying it's the only thing that's making you you know strong again, but it you know, it's going to help that skeletal mass and keep your bones strong and it's going to keep your, your your muscles and joints strong as well. Is there anything else? Because you are very, you're a, you're a fit guy. And yeah, but you've got to work out. Strong. You know, you can't just take the testosterone. No, I was going to say, is there anything else that you would put on that you would say to people who are maybe just coming into their 50s now or in their 50s and they're just, is there anything that you can recommend or yes, you would say? Uh, with the workouts, I would say, you know, don't do as much cardio. You know, don't go and do an hour of cardio or 30 minutes of cardio. Just do 15 minutes, get your heart rate right up. Then do, um, you know, you don't need big workouts. It's amazing because, you know, uh, it's the, my workout it lasts around about 45 minutes. That's 15 minutes of cardio, 30 minutes of um, resistive training, you know, and I don't do bench press because I hurt my shoulder a long, long time ago. Just do press-ups. How often um, do you work out? I try and work out five days a week. Um, you know, that's what I, I aim for. And then the other times we'll go for a walk, hopefully on Saturdays or Sundays, which again, you know, so you, I get plenty of seven day workouts. I like watch, drives now. I like swapping the yeah, walks I do for a drive. Well, like, you know, stuff like <laughs> just, skiing. Just listen to it. <laughs> yeah. Just listen to, listen to our podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not our podcast, but other people's podcasts. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is, uh, is just drop down to those, that bit of intermittent fasting, you know, just that 12 hour, 14 hour break between your last meal of the day and the first one the next day. Mm. You know, it's, it's, I, I'll, I'll get up in the mornings. I always have my bulletproof coffee because that doesn't break your fast. Mm -hmm. It's got, but it's got butter blended with MCT oil and you can put the water soluble fiber in there as well. And you just don't feel hungry, do you, in the mornings? I, no. I don't anyway. I'm starving now, though. Yeah, I'm getting hungry now because it's, 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 it's quarter past one and yeah. we haven't eaten since last night. It's gone but, on long enough. Yeah, well, I don't feel starving. I just think I could I could do with some food now. But I've worked out and everything. So that's what I'm saying. They're, they're, that will just put, if you can just do those those set things that I'm talking about, those simple free things, as in they're pretty free, as in you know not eating for 12 hours is free. And doing your workouts, I just work out at home in, in the gym, in a in bedroom, anywhere. You can work out anywhere, can't you? Yeah. You'd, I don't have big, lots of weights of racks and, you know, some, some couple of dumbbells and just use them. That's all you need. Yeah, yeah. Eight, eight to 12 kilo, uh, 10 kilo dumbbells, that's it. And you do your Tai Chi as well. Tai, and then 15 minutes of Tai Chi and that's what I was doing. But just doing those things, hopefully, you know, just health-wise can put 10 years of your life, yeah. on your life, yeah. you know? The other thing as well I just want to say is that, for, again, from an outsider's point of view, is you have always been really, really great at 
being open to suggestions. Yeah. You know, you, you've never been one for like, I've told you so many things, you know, from, oh, so many things. I'll listen to a podcast and, oh, you've got to do, you should do this, Bri. You have never been like, no, that's just rubbish. That's not going to work. You've always, always been open to trying new things. Yeah. And just giving it a go. Yeah. And that's what I love about you is because you you do. You're just like, you know, you're, you're not stuck in your ways. You're always open for change. And I think that is a really good tip to give people is just give it a go, you know, yeah. because we do, uh, you know, we we have this. I'm not as good as you at it. I tend to be like, oh, no, 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 that won't work for me. I'm not that kind of person that only works for that sort of woman. And I wish I wasn't like that. I wish I was mm. more like you because I've seen such brilliant changes in you that, you know, when you've implemented something or you've been, oh yeah, like, okay, I'll give that a go. Yeah. And it's, it's made such a massive difference or just been really positive in your life that I've just thought, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's a wonderful skill to have, Bri, just to be able to just say, be open-minded. I think that's yeah. the word is just be open, just be open-minded and willing to give everything a go. You've got to give it a go and, yeah. and listen. And even if you don't like something, as in, you don't like, oh, I don't like the way that sounds, or I don't like the way they say this, and I, you know, I'm I'm not prepared because I'm on this, and I I know this will work for me. It's like they are trying these other things. Not one thing, and that's that's the thing, Liz. Which, if you can take from this podcast, there is not one thing that you can do will make you better. It's not it's not just one thing. It's a it's everything in your life, you know, because. You know, or you take this one food and it will it will cure this. It will be it will sort you out for the rest. It's like no, you've got to, it's 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 a whole diversity of everything. Like you know, mm -hmm. so it's the diversity in life. That's what it is, isn't it? Like you know, mm -hmm. to want to try these other things, and if you don't try them, you never know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So that's the little that's the little um, interview done then, Brian. All about your fifties. That was yep. really good fun. And now, um, and I've been keeping this secret from you. I've got to tell you, and I'll tell you why I'm going to tell you in a minute. Don't don't be looking excited because you're not doing a bungee jump and I'm not oh, taking right, you skiing. Okay. So lower right. your expectations. Yeah, shall I get my um, fidget thing out? No, put that down. Stop fidgeting. <laughs> no, so what I wanted to do today is just tell you what I've got planned for your 60th birthday. Yeah. Um, I don't tomorrow. Know, I don't know why I'm doing it on the podcast. I really don't. No, neither do I. No, I neither do I. But yeah. I'm, do, do you know what You know my reaction is going to be, what? No, we'll just, just try and get excited. Okay. And then next week, what I thought we'd do is come yeah. back and talk about how the weekend went because it's Friday tomorrow. Your birthday it's, is on a Friday. Yes, and it's a public holday in New Zealand tomorrow. Yeah, it's Mataliki, Mataliki yes. Yeah, so, yeah, just for me. Yep. So that's next week we'll come back and talk about how it went. Um, I have got a present lined up for you, but I'm not going to talk about that today because that's that's something that I need to tell you in private right okay so and it's not a skiing trip so again don't right. don't be thinking oh yeah you yeah. know she's sending me over to colorado yeah. for a nice big skiing trip and right so jump. we're not going to colorado so no. what is it is it, okay. is it is it a car racing no it isn't it All isn't right. anything okay. like that please don't think it is bro. All right. okay no because listen it's been quite tricky for me to organize this so okay ready bye <laughs> <laughs> so here's what's going to be happening what's so that? tonight you've got mum and kev some family coming over oh, and we're gonna be <laughs> Damn. oh my god brian okay no, okay listen. i'm listening and we're gonna be getting a takeaway yeah and so and then tomorrow on your birthday we're gonna do presents in the morning yeah I'm going to take you out for breakfast. Where are we going? I don't know. All I'm right. going to take you out for Have breakfast. Have you booked it? No, not yet. No, it's a public I'm holiday, you know. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. So yeah. we're going to go down to Ming's and have some breakfast. After you've opened your presents. After I've opened my presents. I'll say that again. Present. present. <laughs> um, and then we are driving down to Wellington. Oh, are we? And, well, tomorrow? Yes. And we are going for dinner at um, a tapas bar, which I have booked, actually. Oh, right. Okay. In Wellington, and yeah. then we're going to see Kinky Boots. Oh, are we? With, yes. Oh, wow. yeah, with, I didn't know we were doing no, this. No, I was thinking we were going to see um, Peg yeah. tomorrow. With Tess and Finlay. So we're meeting them down there tomorrow night. And then on Saturday, Sonny is driving down. He, we're going to have the, we're going to go out for breakfast. We're going to have the day in Wellington and then Sun, uh, Sonny and Hannah uh, and Tessa and Finlay. And we're all going for a meal in the so middle who's of So who's driving down tomorrow? Just me and you tomorrow. Oh, just me and yeah, you. Yeah, just right, me and right, you. Right, Sonny's right, going to follow it on Saturday. Right. He's coming down with Hannah on Saturday. Okay. He's going to go and see the show in the day while we're out doing a bit of shopping or whatever we're going to so be where doing. where are we staying? Just down in Wellington. Right. And then- Where are we staying, Ailis? <laughs> 
it down in Wellington. And then... Is it, uh, are we couch surfing? No, we're not couch surfing. <laughs> <laughs> there was a bit of a problem with the accommodation because of the public holiday. But anyway, so we're going to be having a lovely time. And then going on Saturday night, we're having a huge family dinner together. So we're... Oh, wow. Yeah. So... And then on Sunday, we'll have our breakfast and then we'll drive home. And then next week, we'll come yeah. back and we'll tell you all about it and how wow. it was. Okay. Oh, that sounds great. Did you not think I'd done anything for you? No, I didn't. I didn't. I honestly didn't think we were driving on my birthday down to Wellington. Yeah. No, so that's just like, wow. And we see Kinky Boots. Yeah, Kinky Boots. Yeah, yeah, which is about a factory of northern workers or something. Yeah. Northern, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, in the north of England. And so, yeah, we've got all the tapas bar and everything, the meal booked before, and then go to see Kinky Boots, yeah. And then after Kinky Boots, maybe we can go and get some cocktails in the... In the you know that really nice cocktail bar. Yeah, the library. The li- no, not the library. The one where they've got like the really low lights and people pe- play. Oh, that's the, um, and- the yeah the the Hawthorne Lounge. Yeah, that's really nice. The Hawthorne Lounge. Should we go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. B fifty two or something like that, or yeah. just a nice whiskey just to celebrate your. Yeah, no, that'd be good. No, the cocktails there are, are actually quite strong and nice. Oh, there you yeah. go then. So let's go there. Okay. All right. Okay. So until next time, when you join us next week and you'll find out all about, he's got a big smile on his face now. So that's really great. I've done that job, Goel. Yeah. I've taken that picture down now. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can come back next week and find out all about how the birthday weekend went. We're going to be happy and excited to share that with you. Until then, take care, stay happy. Thank you so much for being here with us. And I will speak to you next time. And at the end, <laughs> the last day of fifty nine, I'll be sixty next time I uh, speak to you. But um, don't don't forget Kia Kaha, which is stay strong, and that's a bit of testosterone. So you know, <laughs> men get on the testosterone. If you're forty years, then start taking it from then. You know, that's my Are you finish off? word of wisdom to you. Yes, Kia Kaha, stay strong, Kiu, stay true, and that's true to yourself. And uh, see you next time. Okay. Thanks, Liz. Okay. (laughs) Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today on this episode. We have loved having you here. If you haven't yet bought a copy of my brand new book, The Travel Bog Diaries, then I would love you to go and grab yourself a copy. If you are a traveller, if you are a parent, if you are an aunt or an uncle, or someone who just loves a really good laugh, then you will love the stories that are within my book. It's all about traveling the world as a family with very little money, far too many hormones and very, very little patience. It's honest, it's real and it's such a good laugh. You will absolutely love it. You can grab a copy of that book right now by going to www.thetravelbogdiaries.com. Go over to there. The page tells you where you can buy it from all over the world. I really, really appreciate you for doing that. You will love the book. And if you have already bought the Travel Bog Diaries, thank you. I appreciate you. Bri appreciates you. And if you have got time, if you've got a spare five minutes and would like to leave me a review, that would mean the world to me. You can do that by going to www.thetravelbogdiaries.com forward slash review just hop on there it literally takes a few minutes but it means the world to me so thank you so much me and Bri love you you're fabulous have a brilliant week and I'll speak to you soon